Hello there, ghost story fanatics. This is Erica's Ghost Stories, and I'm your host, Erica. I hope you liked my new intro. And as a special Halloween treat, it is my duty to give you what you need. A dose of some creepy-ass haunted house stories. We'll be visiting a few in the States, one in Italy, and one in China. I'm putting a content warning on this episode because there will be mentions of death, murder, suicide, and violence. One of the perks of being born three days after Halloween is that I am a huge fan of ghost stories. I love discovering more about the unknown. Scary stories are right up my alley. I love the fact that buildings, people, things can be haunted and... Anything that's horror-related, I'm here for it. This is the most wonderful time of the year, Halloween, and it's my time to shine. And it's a big reason I started a podcast about ghost stories. The first haunted house we will be visiting, you've probably heard of. It is located in Iowa, an unsolved murder mystery case left with a haunted past. The Villisca Axe Murder House was home to Josiah and Sarah Moore and their four children in 1912. They were all found murdered in their home on June 10th. Two children were staying the night and they were also unfortunately found murdered. Eight people in total, six of which were children. The killer, or killers, were never found. There were a few suspects, but nobody was convicted for this crime. There were two cigarettes in the attic that were smoked, suggesting that the killer or killers waited until the family went to bed before committing this horrible crime. The uncle, the husband's brother, came looking for them in the morning when the neighbors noticed there wasn't any activity at the house where the children usually played outside every morning. Doctors concluded that the family was killed between midnight and 5 a.m. Content warning here. Skip ahead. The killer, or killers, used the blade of an axe on Josiah, the father, who received the most blows to the head. His face was so cut up, his eyes were missing. The rest of the victims were murdered with the blunt end of the axe, leaving us to assume that the target was Josiah, the father. It is said to be the most haunted house in America. People will pay $428 a night to stay there, but their stay in the home is usually cut short by children's voices being heard, falling and flying objects like lamp, frames, chairs, moving ladders. It's very rare that the overnight guests don't experience anything, which is why the price is so high to stay there. A number of books was written and documentaries were made about this house. Ghost skeptics have left believing. As long as this building stands, so does this story and its ghosts. Lastly, on November 7th, 2014, 
a paranormal investigator spends the night there and stabs himself to death. That is the story of the Axe Murder House of Villisca, Iowa. A very well-known and popular haunted house. Our second visit of the day is in Los Angeles, California. The Jean Harlow House. This Bavarian-style home in Beverly Hills has a horrible history to it. Let's dive in. The year is 1932. This home was the home of the iconic actress Jean Harlow and her abusive husband, Paul Byrne. Paul shot himself while standing in front of a mirror. There were speculations and rumors that it wasn't suicide and it was in fact his ex-girlfriend. This was thought because she ended her own life by jumping off of a boat two days later. When the butler discovered his body, he called MGM instead of the police. MGM is the Metro-Goldwyn-Mayer Studio, Inc. It's the American media company that produces and distributes um, featured films and television programs. And it's based in Beverly Hills, of course. Um, you know at the beginning of each movie, or not each, but at the movie there's like a lion roaring? That's MGM. So why would the butler call them instead of the police? Gene Harlow moved out after his death, but sadly passed away a few years later at the age of 26. This is where the story gets a bit creepier. In 1963, famous hairstylist Jay Sebring bought the home and lived there with his girlfriend Sharon Tate. Until she left him, of course, but they were still remained friends after that. Uh, both were murdered by the Charles Manson cult. Sharon Tate was the same age as Jean Harlow, 26. While Sharon Tate and J.C. Ring lived there, Sharon told a few friends of the chilling occurrences in the home and even mentioned it in a few interviews. She says that this one time she was sleeping in the master bedroom alone and that she saw a quote, creepy little man. She believed it was Paul. When she ran out the room scared, she saw another apparition, a hanging, shadowy corpse with a slit throat in the hallway. What a scare. And apparently, over the years, stories about two people dying in the swimming pool as well. So if you were looking for some Halloween Hollywood Charles Manson related, that would be the one, the Jean Harlow House. Our third haunted house is my favorite of this episode, all the way in Italy. Villa de Vecchi, located near Lake Como, and also known as the House of Witches. Dating back to 1854 to 1857, it was built as a summer house for the Count Felix de Vecchi. Now, Felix de Vecchi was rich. Um, he was a very well-traveled man. He traveled a lot for work. And um, 
maybe had some enemies here and there. The family only lived there a few years until tragedy hit right after it was built. First of all, during the construction, an architect named Alessandro Cidioli died before the villa was completed. This was seen as the first bad omen around here. One night in 1862, Count de Vecchi came home from a work trip to find his wife murdered and his daughter missing. There were many theories around this, and one of them is a direct act of revenge against the Count himself. Another theory suggested that his daughter may be a suspect too. Regardless, the Count put out an extensive search for his daughter before committing suicide the same year. In the following years to come, things just got worse. The infamous Red House, and this house is huge, please go look at it, it's huge, has seen its fair share of people coming in and out of the house. Irreversible damage done by humans. The walls are said to be covered in anti-Semitic, pornographic, and Satan graffiti. The grand piano smashed into pieces, but the locals say they can still hear it playing at night from the house. Content warning here. Mentions of sacrifice. So skip ahead if you're, if you're not feeling that right now. Alistair Crowley spend a few nights there in the 1920s and there are reports of ritualistic events happening here animal and human sacrifices more murders more suicides people have done so much damage to this place right here that therein lies the tragedy people say that when you entered the villa it felt like eyes were following you from the moment you got in Super creepy vibes. In 2002, an avalanche wiped out the area clean. A bunch of houses and neighborhoods surrounding the villa got demolished. But guess what? The villa still remains. Anyone coming in and out or passing by says that the place holds some sort of haunted energy. Some spirits and perhaps even a spell. Please check this place out. Uh, it looks really creepy. Villa de Vecchi. I do hope that the spirits rest in peace, and I find this story very gruesome, and I hope you enjoyed it just as much as I did. My fourth and final story is one about a haunted house in Beijing, China. This haunted house eventually became a haunted church and its name, and I'm sorry if I don't pronounce this properly, I could not find a pronunciation um, online, so it is named Chaunei Church, which is believed, and of course records were destroyed by the People's Republic of China, back in the day, so we actually don't have records. There's no more records there. They were destroyed. Um, it was said and believed maybe to have been built around the year of 1910 as a North China Union language school. 
In another story, though, it's said to be owned by a French engineer named Georges Bouillard, and that it was built in 1922. Again, and again, we don't have records uh, showing when it was built. During the Civil War of 1940, a woman who was the wife or the mistress of an officer in the National Revolutionary Army was left behind when he left for Taiwan in advance of the communist victory at the end of the war. She was heartbroken and said to have hung herself. This is the spirit that heavily haunts this place. Locals say that you can hear her scream from the house during thunderstorms. There have been unsolved and unexplained disappearances related to this building as well. A British settler priest turned this house into the church that it is today. He went uh, missing before completing the project. Another case of disappearance. Three construction workers who broke through a thin wall in the basement said to have gone through and never come out again. Even when you look at photos on the internet of this um, church, you can definitely feel its creepy vibes. Those were my ghost stories of the day. I hope you enjoyed. Thank you so much for listening. And I would like to give a special thank you to my Patreons. Little lovely shout out to Kanisha, Emma, and Mila. Thank you so much for your support. And I will see you next time.